Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here we are. Here we are. It's running commentary, but we're not running. We're not running, though. It's a bit special today, isn't it? It's a very special day, Paul. Yeah. Because we're doing a question and answer. Yeah, we haven't done one of these for ages. I think we've done it twice before, which in all our many years isn't that often. No. And it's always good to, to, you know, there's always new questions and also good ways to revise some of the important stuff. Yes. And it's nice to, and it means we get to sit in Woodbury wetlands. Yes. uh, Without getting moved on. Actually, I meant to say sitting here isn't allowed. (laughs) <laughs> and podcasting too late actually we're fine by the way there's no injury there's the recorders you might have noticed in recent weeks they've been in their little bit of uh, and now they're in the shop and by in the shop I mean I need to buy some so they're in right, the shop right they're waiting for us and also you coming up you, you described yourself as, a, as a coming off an enormous run yesterday I did do an enormous run yesterday I've never heard that expression oh, let's, let's, uh, let's, b- let's normalise it let's normalise it enormous run yeah I went yesterday you know we were talking last week I said we've got to crack on with these cues and indeed days yeah. but uh, um, you know I was saying last week about feeling bad because I st- didn't start my week's mileage till Tuesday right I suddenly thought well you know, in terms of doing a high mileage week, if, if I'm just worried about it for me, for my body, then you can pick that, put that seven days anywhere. Do you know I've what got, I mean? Absolutely. Of course you can. So yeah. I got to the end of last week, was a fairly sort of normal week to park run on Saturday, 31 miles. Yeah. And I thought, I'll go for a long run on Sunday. I thought, no, no, don't even need to do it on Sunday. Do it on Monday. Of course. Yeah, of course. So I went out yesterday. It took me ages to get out um, for all kinds of reasons. And then, uh, but I did what I had planned, which was uh, um, a run to Springfield Park. Right. Five times up and down the hill. Like it. Run like through it. Hackney Marshes all across London to Primrose Hill. Wow. Five times up and down Primrose Hill. Wow. 20 miles, two hill rep sessions. Wow. Crazy. And I felt fine, went home, did my exercises, That's did my amazing. plank, did my That's yoga amazing. this yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah, everything hurts and I feel sick. <laughs> amazing, though. that's amazing. If you had a, if that's you had incredible. A good good yeah. running week. That's incredible. Yeah, I've, I've done about 20, 25 miles. I mean, I've just been feeling quite quite swift with it. It's been nice. Yeah, good. It is strangely nice, and we hope you go with us on this, dear listener, to not be running, but not that isn't because we can't walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more little thing that I've got to tell you from yeah. this week. I was just reviewing my parkrun results and looking at the, finding out. How about the guy who overtook me at the finish line and yeah. all this stuff. So I went to the main race results from Highbury Field on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And all that information went out the window. Guy in front of me, good guy. I was sort yeah. of a, had a bit of a, you know, tear up is the phrase. Yes. Anyway, me yeah. and him, and he came in a second in front of me. Good on him. Yeah. I was distracted by the fact that the guy who came in a second behind me never looked back. I don't know what he looked like. Yeah. His name was Robert Deering. You're joking. No, <laughs> and and I and honestly, it's like I didn't even look back. I don't know who this person is. And at first, That's I so thought funny. it's just That's like so a, it's some like funny. a technical thing. thing they've run Malkovich me through twice, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's not. It's just some completely different guy with the same name as me. That's so you've who, got to reach out. You've got to get an image of him. You have to. I know. Yeah. And if I turn around and it's actually me, Malkovich. <laughs> Maybe it's me 15 years ago. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, um, my Lord. So that was uh, that's yeah, a weird that's week. Hilarious. There's another daring out there. 
There's a yeah. dairy. There's more of us. Morning, my pie. Yeah. Ah, two for joy. Oh, look, there we go. There's a heron. Oh, it is, it is nice here. You know, it's nice here because I don't let people run. That's why, that's why it's so nice. And the good thing yeah. is that we don't talk about it. No. no. <laughs> it is amazing bird-wise this morning. It's like he doesn't want to do the questions. I heard a wren. I was walking up here and I didn't know it was a wren. I just heard a bird like singing so loud. And like like, so, like oh, that. And I had a little look and it's this tiny wren. And uh, they're so brilliant. I remember my daughter saying a couple of years ago now when we used to have a wren in the garden. She said, that little bird is all lung. Yeah. <laughs> She's not That's wrong. That's beautiful, isn't no, it? What this bun going? Just, just to, to just to emphasise how I've got a strange relationship with this place. You, you, you know, when you go and get a coffee there, yeah, it's it's sort of a, it's not quite clear where you get the coffee and where you pay. So, well, it sort of is, but it sort of isn't. So I just wandered right through the paying area to where they make the coffee. <laughs> was like, and into like the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, basically into Did the you kitchen. Start making it's sandwiches. Like, it's like just completely <laughs> crossed the border, sweating in my running stuff. They were so disturbed. They thought he's, he's, he's running, and now he's nicking all the coffee. But anyway, we got through it in there. Let's do, let's do these questions and answers. All right, the so question, Q&A. Options, look, okay, let's, let's yeah, improvise the theme tune. Q's and A's, mm. Q's and A's. It's questions it's and answers. Q's and A's. Questions and answers. Questions and answers. Do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Here yeah. on Instagram, I've got a Pat O'Flatty. Yes. And he wants to know why you never wear a hat. Good question. I, 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 sometimes I, you wear a hat. You're very, very rare where I wear I don't know, you know. I think because normally... When I used to run a lot, I used to I used to wear a bobble hat, and it just makes your head too sweaty. Your yeah. head soon warms up. It's just so hard to get it right, isn't it? I mean, I suppose you, people sometimes wear a cap in the summer, don't they? That's, yeah. That's I was going to say, there's kind of something somewhere between your running personality and your actual personality is for you. It has to be extreme. Yes. Your hats, the, the conditions that call for a hat, for example, very, very cold or doing the race of the stones yes. are extreme. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then once you wear the hat, it will tend to be more of a conversation starter yeah. than <laughs> a simple bit of kit. Something, something functional. But I mean, I used to love a bobble hat. I used to love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going out in a bobble, but yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's ironic because he's saying, why don't you ever wear a hat? But if you ever do wear a hat, we, I have to deal with comments for days and he days. He never wears a hat. He never wears a hat. He never wears a hat. But also... I find it strange that people wear, I mean, let's not dig too hard into uh, dear listeners or whatever, but you and I both have, still have fairly full heads of hair for our age. Yes. And so maybe we maybe don't quite it. relate. Yeah. Well, I would never wear a hat yeah. for warmth, except when it's super cold. No, you're right. When you've got hair like us, I mean, you don't need a hat. No, I mean, right now, <laughs> we're sitting here looking like status quo. <laughs> But is that it? You know, people wear light, sensible hats. Like, people wear, like, a buff and then wear it on their head. Yeah. I never wear a hat for warmth like that. No. I wear a cap to keep the rain out of my eyes. Yes. Yes, Yes, I would do that. Yes. No one asked about my hat. (laughs) He never wears a hat. So, you go. There you go, Pat. Hope that helps. Yes. Uh, On we go. Here we go. Um, Oh, well, here's four questions in one. Underpants or commando? Water I can't or believe you went to. I've set this all up and you've gone straight <laughs> to page two. He's picking and choosing. Underpants or commando? Water or electrolyte drink? Gels or chews? Hills or flats? Patrick McHugh. All right, Patrick, we're going to do this. Hand this to me, right? Patrick you have McHugh, to answer straight, straight off the cuff, right? Underpants or commando? Underpants. Underpants. Water or electrolyte drink? Water. Uh, okay, gels or chews? Chews. Hills or flat? Flat. Okay, ask yeah. me. Ask me. <laughs> Underpants are commando. Underpants, trunks, <laughs> not commando. It's going to change. Water or electrolyte drink. Water, yeah. Yes, Although I it. will take a salt pill every now yeah. and again. Gels or chews? Is the chew quite, I think, uh, neither really, but chews for preference. Yeah, gels tend to make me, can make you a bit sick. Yeah, can't a bit, you? A bit chemical, nauseous. aren't they? Hills or flat? Both. I mean, you like both, don't you? One loves both. I mean, Sometimes you, you want to yeah. kind of pull them apart for dynamism. Like I say, I did hills, towpath hills yesterday. Yes. And that was good, but definitely both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they're absolutely glorious. I mean, uh, and, I mean, commando, it's the chafing, isn't it? You Ooh. never go commando. No, it's I the same. When I, was a kid, I mean, it's not just it we're getting near sort of personal areas, but it's just the same as shoes with no socks. It's yeah. disastrous. Yes. Yeah, You're going to yeah, be yeah. In, in difficulties within minutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why, like why invite trunk. the chafe? Yeah. I suppose if you're wearing something that's that's got sort of snug trunks built in, I right. sometimes feel like I'm slightly overdoing it. Right. My, uh, I've got new shorts with a kind of inner now they're yes, nice yes and that is technically pants but then you're wearing your shorts as pants yeah. I like you? to wear that's not very nice jock strap trunks strap on nappy good <laughs> I call it he calls it a strappy it looks really nice 
to be fair, you are right now wearing trousers, then shorts. Yes. Like, kind of like yeah. a superhero. And yeah, someone yeah. gave me a hard time for that on the, online the other day. What's he wearing <laughs> on his legs? Why isn't Paul in a hat? All right, let's go. We've had an Instagram. We've yeah. had a Twitter one. Let's, let's go, go to Facebook. Facebook. Okay, this one is uh, it's a question for me. Yeah, What's one vegan recipe that I couldn't live without? Couldn't live without. Couldn't live without. This is interesting. I mean, I, I think. Couldn't live without. Why one? I mean, it's just whatever it is, you're going to be bored with it after a week, aren't you? But having said that, I think the family favourite is just a good, proper vegan pasta pesto. But yeah. your best vegan recipes I've found recently, and I, don't get me wrong, I don't want to denigrate my skills. Yeah. I can do some good cooking. I can work. I know my way around a vegetable. But the really best ones the ones that everyone really loves are ones that really lean into the things you can get these days. So we do a really good vegan burger night nice, with Linda yeah. McCartney burgers and like, like um, yeah. uh, This Isn't Bacon Bacon and yes. Via Life Smoked Cheddar on top. Yeah. And uh, and uh, there's a macaroni cheese, really good recipe, simple recipe. Yeah. And uh, and uh, this pasta pesto with Sackler vegan pesto and nice, again nice. Via Life different Via Life cheese. A lot of people don't like the, your vegan cheese, and they still do the Via Life original right. in the supermarket. It's fine. It's incredibly dull. We never have that. Go after the mature. <laughs> go after the small <laughs> cheese. Kill pigeons I and eat them. As a vegan, that doesn't worry me at they all. Really, they really, they really went for it, didn't they? They were like, "You should be eating us." I do a really so yeah, nice but short nice. one is the uh, is the Deering pasta pesto. I do a really nice vegan bolognese. With like minced beef and stuff. Mm. It says here. Um, <laughs> Steve on Twitter says. Um, here we go. Here we go. Let, let, yeah, we'll we'll do a food. Get straight yeah, to it. Uh, you've done food. I'll do a quick food. Yeah, do it. Paul has a signature dish of chicken chorizo and chickpea stew. Me too. I wonder if if his gets the same derision on the family WhatsApp as our, as, my, as mine does. <laughs> no, please, anything else. But that's right. I forgot that he said. Oh, why doesn't Paul give us the recipe? And now yeah. I remember that you were saying it's because your family said it tasted no of it. nothing. What's his recipe? I like to drink in potato greens, fry the chorizo and cherry or red wine. I'll fry the chorizo, chili, um, onions uh, in olive oil for a while, sort of sweat it off. Meanwhile, I'm browning the chicken. And then I'll uh, just shove it all together with some tomatoes and chickpea and a bit of salt and and how is it seasoned to taste? What seasoning do you go for? Seasoned to taste. Don't know. Just some don't know. Green, some green some stuff. of those little bits that are in the cupboard. <laughs> shove them in. Cinnamon. Like season, sometimes a bit of paprika actually goes down well with that. But it's se season to taste. Mm. And, I, and I find the longer, just the longer I take with it, the better it is. But it's still, you, no one likes it. So <laughs> it's better the next day. It's one of yeah. those. One well, of just all my food is always better the next day. Steve's. Well, to be fair, if you're cooking with tomatoes, that's that's a chemical is thing. It, is it really? Oh, yeah, okay, if you cook and then cool your tomatoes, they taste really nice. And that's partly because they're releasing their lycopene, which is also oh, really right. good for you. Yeah, so the next time you really enjoy a slice of leftover pizza the next next day, know that your body is turning you a quite oh, reasonable message. I thought it was for, so they had a day, like, psychologically to get their head around the fact that they're having the cheese. <laughs> yeah, the there, there is that. <laughs> like, okay, I can face it. I've had 16 shot. hours. Yeah. Um, and then the papas, quick, well, very quick. Can I just say, Steve, for, for listeners' reference, uses a bit of a sherry or red he wine. He fries the truth At the cooking down stage, I suppose. When I'm using yeah. booze, in a, for me, it would be in a risotto. Yeah. Before you get the liquor in, you get some, I, depending on what kind of risotto it is, something red or white, like a bit of white wine, mm. Mm. Run of vermouth, get it over your kind of onion or garlic or rice, and then and then cook it really hot for a couple of minutes so that the it, the alcohol burns off. That's delicious. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. That's good yeah. stuff. Well, I'm a bit yeah uncomfortable about burning off alcohol as opposed to guzzling it. It's just a waste of uh, it. <laughs> yeah, um, and the uh, Papa's spaghetti bolognese. It's basically every, listen, every every bloke who can't cook has a spaghetti bolognese recipe. I suppose the thing I do differently is uh, I put some milk in it, milk in it, milk in it. <laughs> just I in case there's any milk in it, tricked milk with the meat. Yeah, yeah. Say the beef and so, milk. So when it gets to the mince space, I put some milk in it to sort of to just just to milk it up. And I basically follow Marcella Hazan's classic spaghetti bolognese. Who's that? Recipe. Sorry, I was talking over you. Marcella. Marcella Hazan is a sort of classic Italian. Uh, I mean, it's quite a deep discussion, isn't it? Because so it's just, been I just kind did what of, he um, says. It's been a little bit napolitized over the, over the time. So yeah. people tend to go sort of onions and stuff. And people say a real spag bol's got like carrots in it. Has yours got carrots? Yeah, in mine's it? got carrots. In it. Yeah. I go quite rustic or quite peasant. I yeah. put bits of bacon in it. A bit of chicken, maybe some liver in it as well. Bacon, chicken, uh, milk, beef, liver, and he also goes out into a farmyard and shows it to animals and yeah. gives them to bees. Just but, but, that, but that's that's the vegan one. That's the vegan bowl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, someone said, is it pronounced? And let's, where's, I've got this written down somewhere. Is it pronounced vegan or vegan? 
<laughs> now, written yeah, down yeah, that yeah, just yeah. vegan or vegan. Yeah. So that's that one answer. Who said that? Oh, Russ. There you go. I think that was a facetious question. I think Russ knew what he was doing. You say facetious. Okay, what else? I say facetious. Any advice, this is a bit of a serious one, bless him, Matt Cormack. Any advice on getting back into running after a long absence, COVID injury? Having always been fit and done lots of races, I'm struggling with being slower now and lost to me mojo. I think there's two things about this. That's a two-tier question, that, isn't it? Yeah, and I think in recent years, you probably have more direct experience of this. So let me highfalute myself psychological stuff, and then you can Mm. talk about it on the ground. I think there's two things here. I think one... Uh, we really have to remember when, when everyone, when we run a lot, and people quite often ask about losing their mojo, is sometimes running isn't as much fun as it is at other times, mm, short mm. term and long term. Mm. And I think you have to remember that we probably edit that out slightly in retrospect. Yes. And that because yeah, we yeah. like running, we look back and think, well, I always like running. Yes. But I yeah. think also in this case, obviously it's harder for someone like, like Matt who's really coming back. And then... This is easier said than done, but it's still worth saying. It's just a question of there is no past. You know, the thing is that chances are you'll get back to a fantastic level of fitness, but there's no rushing it. And the key thing is to enjoy your run. Yeah, this yeah, run yeah, yeah. that you're doing now, that's the great running. And if it's slower, then you might have to embrace different running. Say you used to mm. run super fast and just, it might be time to run listening to a podcast, say. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, music yeah. or something. And the thing is that your fitness my my money says will come back, but not if you go out and think, I want my fitness to come back. I wish I was running like I used to. You won't enjoy your running. You've got to enjoy the journey. You've got to respect the run you're on Yes, and let it yeah, come yeah. over time. And I know that's easier said than done, but that is the basic principle is there is no past yeah, yeah, and the yeah, future's yeah. too far away to worry about it. So yeah, just yeah, yeah. Make, I mean, uh, do yeah. whatever needs, it takes to be in the now. Yeah, there is that thing of like, you've, kind of, you've sort of got to let go of your, of your version of yourself and embrace the new one and if that happens to be slower then it's just slower and that's that's okay do you know you've just got to yeah rather than rather than pressing your your window against the the but the, the past constantly try try to get back you've just got to embrace where you are and this this mojo thing's interesting it's just yeah. like if that's an urge to race or something maybe just embrace that phase as well because to be honest i'm not that bothered about racing at the moment yeah. i'm really yeah. enjoying my running i'll always enjoy my running but i'm not really motivated by racing um and that's okay as well because running just gives you so many things, regardless of what yeah, you're running racing, is the. You know. I mean, the, the risk running's of, the key, isn't and, it? And you know? uh, running is beautiful. You know, if mm. you go for a run and it's not a beautiful run, you have to ask yourself what. Don't not, I'm not talking about blame here, but I'm just mm. saying what can I change about the run? Could I go somewhere I'd rather be? I can set, as I say, that's a little blue tit land on that thread next to those reeds. Yeah. I'm not running, obviously, yeah, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. would be a lovely. Oh, you're not allowed to. But go somewhere lovely, do something different, go with a friend, and you know, yeah. mix it up. And also, the other thing is that that slowing down and speeding back up again, much more mechanically. It's incredibly good for your running. And if you're someone who's an impatient, if you were incredible before or you thought, or, or you kind of like were quite a comp- competitive with yourself mm. runner. I mean, I was never competitive. I've never done like athletics or racing against other people. But when I started running, I ran so fast all the time. Yeah. Just like, like leathering it to get out, get around and get back home. And it's only since lockdown that I've run long and slow. Mm. And I'm much stronger now. And I'm not as fast. Yeah, but you're almost as fast. Well, that's another question. You know, no, you're almost it? as fast uh, whilst getting older. It's quite yeah, unusual. You're, you're on quite an unusual to, trajectory. But you've you know? just got to see where it takes you. Because that's the other thing is that the fundamental thing with the future is if it's you, you can just do your head in waiting around for it. You know, yeah. in the event the future generally will turn up what you wanted, but by the white what the time it turns up, it's all, it's unrecognisable. Yeah, this idea here of like he says, I've not, I'm struggling with being slower. It's just like. Just don't struggle with it. Forgive yourself. Yeah, just 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 be a bit slower and then speed up near the end after half an hour. You feel better or whatever. Just don't yeah. struggle with that. Just and just yeah, enjoy so the act of running. Find you know? ways to enjoy running yes. slow. Yeah, it is. Good it's like that, a gamble. Says, it is because it's very easy to do. We're mm. not. We're not we're, if it sounds like we're criticising where you're at, man. No, not at not. all. We've all it's done so it. easy we've to all beat yourself over the head. It's like. Gamble says that sense that you know don't be too strict with yourself because we're all looking for a hard time to give ourselves yes. and then it doesn't help. Just be where you're at be in terms of the, fa- the phase that you're and in. And if you, you need I mean? something, if you feel better, I think I need that deadline, I need that finish line. Mm. Great, but if you don't, let it yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, be one with the wind and sky. Let yeah, it go. Yeah. And good luck. And, go. and coming back from injury is always strange as well because he says you've come back from COVID and injury, so you've got to be gradual. Your body's it's a long changed. Game, Things yeah. have happened. A yeah. couple of people good like uh, that, Patrick. We were just answering the question. Nicola, who's got COVID, is, but you know, we did the option marathon with me and got really fit. Got some people. Just you really have, the first thought is take your time, take your time, mm. take your time, take yeah. the time off. If you get to the point where you can't bear taking time off and you feel absolutely great, 
great, that means you've taken enough time off, but you mm. can really set yourself back. I did that once. Yeah. The whole, when I had my cracked rib and I thought, I'll go out for a run, I feel fine. Yeah. Just, I'm just sure too I early. I knocked myself back a month or just two. Just come back that. too early, yeah. Um, this, um, this question is relevant, so let's jump straight to that. Dave Pollard says, is Paul going to attempt the MDS? No. That's that one answer. Yeah. Okay, let's go for another. <laughs> Here's another one for you. Because I don't want to die. He doesn't want to die. I don't want to you die. die. <laughs> um, Paul, says Anne Parker. Yes. You mentioned about church gigs a while back. Um, how does she find out about those? Do you well, of those? Yeah, was well, it uh, kind of nativity They, they, they tend to happen around, around Christmas. Um, if you were doing them this December, where could people find out about them? They tend to be... It's Paul Carenza runs them, doesn't he? Is uh, there a name for the night or anything like that? It's, it's, it's called, I think it's called Comedians and Carols. Okay, I, th- I, think, you'd be, I think you'd be Googling Comedians and Carols, yes. And then if you and look they, they at uh, Christmas, Paul Carenza and, really and maybe uh, Tony Vino as well. Yes, yes. Uh, they both run gigs across the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likely that are sometimes kind of sometimes they run sort of everything from sort of family friendly gigs to church gigs yes, to yes. adult grown up gigs in in sort of art centres. Yeah, and, and, stuff, and so. they're really it, yeah, it's a really nice uh, contrast and good fun, fun to play at Christmas certainly. So we'll keep an eye if we see any club names that yeah. feel relevant to that question. And keep an eye out in future weeks if we see because I can't remember what Tony Vino's clubs are called. Right, okay. but uh, and Paul's I think they're called just for laughs. Yeah, I think yeah. So, so yeah. we we'll look out for them just for laughs sometimes. Look, right, look okay. at those. So do we go back to Facebook, uh, Instagram? Let's see what's happening on Instagram. We're mixing and matching the... Uh, okay, this is a great question from Paula Rich. Yeah. Where in the world would you like to run and why? Where in the world would you like to run and why? That's a good one, isn't it? Um, Here. I'd like yeah. to run around Woodbury Wetlands. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed. Have you mentioned it? That's quite ironic, isn't it? <laughs> we're in the one place in the UK we're not allowed to run. We're getting asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> thought, we'd, thought we'd enjoy sitting here not running. What's <laughs> the run? <laughs> as well as the answer to that one is I don't really know because I haven't been there yet it's sort yeah, of if you yeah, run wherever yeah. you are it's great isn't it wherever you go on holiday you go for a run don't you so yeah. I went to Canada last year had some lovely runs uh, went to Morocco running in the Atlas Mountains you know went to LA you know Santa Monica Beach run, wh- wherever you go on holiday you go for a run yeah. you know, we and, go to Italy this year I'll be running in Italy nature, isn't it? maybe it's uh, this really might just be us but I, don't, I think you're the same as me I think you're the same as me we see things they'll never see yeah. we're more likely to want to run somewhere we've either been before even if it's quite unusual mm. or somewhere where the situation would be quite familiar to us mm. you know having said that one that's just jumped into my mind it's like yeah but you'd like to run through Monument Valley like uh, yes. Forrest Gump yes. but the yeah, thing yeah. is I also know I think yeah but that's probably just a really long stretch of hot dusty road yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's places yeah. that I feel familiar with that I'd like to run again I have a fantastic run in Luxembourg once that was mm. wonderful mm. an mm. unusual European city with a bit of gradient yes. where you can do that kind of medieval and naturey tourism and yeah. really see I the place I love that explore, exploratory nature runs. I had some really I'm, go, I'm going back to Bergen in a couple of weeks and mm. I ran oh. I ran around you know up, up into the mountains around yeah, Bergen up the steps. That, was, that was amazing yeah that's, that's one of the beautiful. best runs anywhere yeah, that's, that's a great Bergen yeah. superb Oslo is in my mm. book running in is it Oslo or Stockholm it was Oslo I was mm. running and that was incredible yeah. and because uh, that's that combination of the familiar if you go to somewhere like uh, Norway or, or Luxembourg I just didn't know it was on a hill so I was excited yeah. but it is like again you've got that kind of framework of somewhere you know like running in London or Edinburgh or Birmingham but in this exciting new place you know and that's why I would love to run in I'd like to run a lot more in the Lake Districts and I'd also like to run the Highlands I'd like yes. to go back yeah, to yeah, the yeah, North yeah. York Moors as well yeah North Yorkshire Moors is great I love running around there when I get to see my dad I run around as motherly and it's absolutely mm. glorious it's we really did it once of, so long ago it's really sort of sort of sort of it's quite bleak and confrontational but beautiful at the same time when you get right up on the top there I like those moments when you're all alone and there's no one else yeah, around yeah. and it's really hailing and it's windy and it's yeah, like exactly. what, what exactly. there's something just wonderful about that yeah you know? I think there's something also in terms of like being not being probably being a bit not scaredy but a bit um, unimaginative about running places I haven't been before it's the one thing is that I do love walking up and down mountains and I love running up and down mountains too but with distance running you can have a slightly different different relationship with moors and hills yeah you know just to really get it wide open yeah and yeah, it's yeah. sort of in this psychological way we're talking about it sort of lets go of the finish line of the end point in a way that's very hard to 
to do anywhere where you're like on a road or yes, even yeah. a kind of towpath. Mm. You're still trying to get to the next thing. But out there in the Yorkshire Dales or in the North Yorkshire Moors or I'm assuming in Scotland or on like a long ridge, maybe down on Exmoor, mm. these are places I sort of know but haven't run. And uh, yeah. I'd like that. And any places like that around the world that we haven't been. But you know where I don't want to run? Where? You know those videos where they're like running along the top of a cliff and you can just see Oh, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to do that. I don't no. do that. But Why I, do they do I, it? How do they do that? Why are they doing that? Stop I, doing that. Having, having said that about the sort of thirst for really new places, so there's, there's, a, uh, there's a joy in the familiar, isn't there? There's nothing more I like than just sort of spinning around Highgate Woods for an hour and I know it back to front. Yep. I know every sort of crevice of it and you can just switch off and just spin around. Let go in it. And, and even today, lovely. just running here, which I've done for a while, I really enjoyed it again. I haven't done it for a couple of months. Yes. It's just nice, isn't it? It's nice and to mix it up. And you maybe know. as long-term city dwellers, there's that magic, which maybe people in the country take for granted, but I always feel it in the country too, is that sense that if you go somewhere outside, mm. it will always be fresh. Yes, you can't yeah. come to a place like this or Highgate Wood or Hampstead Heath or anywhere, the Lake District, yeah. and think, yeah, seen it. Yeah. It would just never happen. Like Any yes. day of the week, you're going to see something new. Yes, and also you're, you're new. It's like it's like that scene in Sideways where she's talking about the bottle of wine and every mm. day you open it, the, the bottle's different. Every day you go for a run, you're a little bit different. Your running's different. You've just got to embrace that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. and I'm not drinking any Merlot. <laughs> I will not drink Merlot. <laughs> I'm not doing hill reps. So thank you, Paul. A good question. And apologies, everyone, if we just said places we'd already been. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Barcelona. Can't wait. Don't know. Don't know what it'd be like. But, I've, but having said that, that's the wonderful thing. It's like going to new park runs, just going to new places. It really tends to be good. Yeah. Even when it's tough, like I had a, such an adventure running in the heat with nowhere to go in, in Hong Kong. It was still Amazing to see. Oh, Hong Kong! It's a funny what, story. Hong Kong's great running in Hong Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a nice one here. Yep. Um, but it's not a nice one, it's just a quick one. I've just snapped my tibia in two places. That's not a nice one. No, That's it's a not very a nice bad one. one. It's, a, it's really Trigger not a warning. nice one. This is from John Joe Carter. Sorry, John. So Joe. I'd love some well wishes and some advice for rehab oh, yeah. once I'm able to put weight on my leg wow. again. Well, first off is... Good luck with that. Sorry to hear it. And that, that's that's it, really. Just just want to send out well wishes to you. Yeah. Um, it sounds awful. Yeah, I will yeah. say it will take time. Yes. One assumes quite a lot of time. Yes. And then it will... Be better. Yeah, and you it know, will take rehab and doing patient. all the exercises Don't go and doing back all the things until that you say. can go back. Yeah. And then if you feel confident when you go back, you have to remember that assuming you do all that, you do it right and get to that point, then it's it you you then it becomes psychologically. It's not yeah. it's not broken anymore. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, if yeah. I run now, this is a terrible reference, really lame because I haven't broken my leg. But every now and again, conditions will be such that I'll get a bit sore mm. where my cracked rib used mm. to be. Mm. And the thing I sometimes tell myself, 
I have to tell myself is there's no crack rib there. That's scarring. Yes. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. an old story. Yeah. But you, obviously that isn't relevant to you at this point, John Joe. You've got to get better first. Yeah. And this and is an give your body question. time to recover as well as you get older. I mean, this is something. Time. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're as old as us, yeah. then it's going to take yeah. six to eight years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm joking. It's, that's too soon to joke. But so look, sorry. Lots of love John to you. Joe. That's awful yeah. to snap. Yeah. I mean, you just sending you sending you our best wishes. Stuart Patterson. It was. I can't quote the question directly because I think that Stuart's feelings on the matter were quite clear um, but he was saying uh, people say seek medical help but surely it's okay to ask for advice and of course it's really it's so important the more the more serious something is the more important it is to get advice from professionals yes, and yeah, yeah. it is very difficult in this day and age to get medical help but you, but you need it but of course the point Stuart was making was um, community um, uh, consultation is also really valid mm. I mean, a lot of runners have had interesting experiences this is more uh, relevant to like things like it's things it's that everyone gets, like shin splints and plantar. Is there a question with Stuart? What's he? Uh, is, is, is he it? just was saying <laughs> it was a question. But <laughs> oh, it was really quite a long rant. <laughs> oh, okay, it was a rant, Stuart. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so Stuart. I felt like Stuart someone said Stuart. Stuart they really should speak to a doctor. Stuart. It's like, what about talking to everyone? <laughs> you can't get doctors on the phone. And he's right. Yeah. But um, but I think the answer is it's all true. You have to be sensible about seeing doctors, seeking medical advice, taking um, you know, we yes. for example, every now and again we come up against this at the running show the other day. I said I just took one salt pill and that lasted all day and someone there who knew what they were talking about said well that's a terrible idea yeah. that's why you were feeling sick <laughs> so, oh I see I know nothing it, yeah. but, um, but there's yeah, that kind true. of folk wisdom that comes from a, the collective consciousness yeah. of runners and there is some validity to and that some in things the that people know yeah and yeah, Googling's you just know because you do it you yes. know there's some terrible information on the internet oh, yeah, there's yeah. some really useful information on the yes. internet so take your pinch of salt in yeah. one big pill in the morning yeah and that's it and that's all you'll need yep. morning this is Colin Wallace morning folks do you believe that carbon-plated shoes are worth the money for a middle-aged mid-pack runner? I would need some really good reasons to persuade Mrs. Wally that I do actually need them. This is this is one that we've all got to answer at some point, haven't we? Mm. This, uh, to, to what extent do we... They're obviously useful. They obviously make you faster. Yeah, the technology... I mean, you know what I mean? I can see the attraction. The short answer know. is the technology technology works. It is not, yes. a, uh, it's yeah. not a snake oil. It, yeah, they, yeah. You will you'll have... You know, but it's it's also quite short-termist. You re- I find it easiest to invest in special shoes for an event. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, because you're going to wear them out, and then you go, well, that's that 250 quid. I, I, I must say, it's slightly... <laughs> obviously, I mean, the question is, are they worth the money? It depends how much money you've got and how much you want to spend on them. Yeah. Um, and that's a personal thing. Not me! But um, it does great with me when people suddenly get, like, big jumps in PBs because I've got these shoes. It does yeah. annoy. It does annoy. It does annoy. They, they need to rework the records because all the records are getting broken at world class level as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a trickle down thing. It's, uh, it's something that's sort of a little bit out of control at the moment. But I can absolutely see why runners would do it because we all just want to run fast. Now, and, and also, and that comes back to the technology being good because they, they make you run fast in yeah. a nice way. Right. You that forefront, that forefoot thing. Yeah, yeah the way yeah. you just, they, they help you use the muscles in your legs really well. Yes, yeah. So it can, it unlevels the playing field and they cost a mint. Yeah. And ultimately it's your choice. And ultimately, why and the not other thing the is, richest run fastest? Isn't that how society should operate? <laughs> that's how society does operate. <laughs> but I'll tell you what else, and this is, I'm, I'm honestly, this is just an issue for me with my OCD. I don't mind about it. The other thing I have a fear of is, and it's totally valid. We need to talk about it. And I think about it as much as anyone. But it's getting into an open-ended conversation about shoes hmm. that lasts for the rest of my life. I still want them to be utilitarian. Do you know what yes, I mean? I want to yeah. buy them and forget yeah, 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 about them. Yeah. And it's such a danger because it's kit mm. that you get into what have you got. And the other thing is, because there's no right answer. They still, no matter how fancy they are, they're still different brands work better for different mm. people. And, and and then you get into different events. Do, and do you think the we'll reach the stage of a pattern and say, could all the rich people just come to the front, please? <laughs> all the rich. <laughs> <laughs> there is one. Okay. Who here's riches? Yes. Round of applause. Since we've cracked the <laughs> shoe thing, which I often have. I don't, I do my um uh uh what are they? My, they they got called Krieger or something. My my trail shoes that I got for the race today mm. are, are amazing. We're in the beginning in Yorkshire the other day. I was reminded of how gently they just don't feel like trail shoes. They feel light and normal. And yeah. it's only when you think about it you realise what they're doing. Yes. and that's a really good pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, here Scott Comroy says, and I would normally we'd normally sort of skip over this because I'm like, oh no, shoes, not shoes. Yeah. But uh, Scott says, what shoes are you running in at the minute? So let's let's talk. These ones. Got? I don't quite know what they are. Uh, Astras, are they called Astras? I think it's Ultra. 
A L T R A. Yeah, A L T R A. Yeah, and I like. By them. is nice. that the brand or is that the? They're, that's. <laughs> As a as a nation claps its hands to its forehead. <laughs> Actually, I did. I, I hasten to add, I have bought these because um, I used them last time. I've just bought the same sort of pair again. Mm-hmm. Let me work out what they are. Um, they're ultra. They are ultras. Yeah, they are made in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Great, <laughs> and they're blue. Uh, yeah, Torin Ultras. They're blue. What are using them? Blue ones. I'm wearing the blue ones. Oh, nice. I've got... Um, they're nice. They're great. I'm Nike, really loving them. I Nike Pegasus uh, at the moment, and I, I got into them, the Pegasus 36, and I think they're up to 39 now. Right. And as being the man I am, they're good and everything, but the fact that they keep changing it just bothers me. I'd right. have replaced those things. Well, 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 they've, well, they've changed these. I mean, the shoes are constantly changing. They are. And, uh, and I think that this year I'm going to cave, and I might put some money into a pair of really high... Uh, high-end marathon Nike trainers and right. then only use them for my marathons. Yeah. And even then, if I do three marathons in them, they'll probably be worn out, won't they? But I yeah. might do it. I think it's... Which I is th- what I'm I saying is I'm, it's just taken me five years I, to accept no, that no, but I, th- I think it's do. worth it. If you're training... If you're training hard and you're in getting into the territory of marginal gains and wanting to, you know... I could, yep. get, get, spend a couple of hundred quid on some great shoes. Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're, not, you're saving money on, like... Booze and Daddy, all the other stuff you could be doing. Daddy, what's for dinner tonight? No dinner tonight, Nothing. Darling. I'm training. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> it's, it's boring chicken. Yeah. I'm joining the 200 minutes club. It's okay. eight Fine, days. Dad. Thank you, Daddy. You liked it a bit the second day. It's <laughs> yeah. 18 days old now. <laughs> Probably love it. <laughs> it's vegan. <laughs> um, Jules, friend of the show. Jules Daliel. Yeah, yeah. Jules, um, Jules, Jules Daliel. Daliel. Just, just lose the Z, <laughs> My recent spate of injuries has dragged me kicking and screaming into the gym for strength and conditioning training. That's bad luck, Jules. We have our sympathy and we also miss your woodland selfies. Yes. Uh, great selfies. Great smile. Great guy. Rob's exercises and yoga seem to be injuries at bay. Do you both stretch before and after every run or do you, do you leave it to chance like most runners? <laughs> I tend to stretch sort of a lot when I'm not running nowadays. Not a lot, but just sort of continuously in the weak areas. You dabble. That's sort of I do. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of constantly dabbling, but I don't do it as focused as you do. I mean, you're... No, you know, but, you it, but I am in a kind of third phase. I mean, we've talked about this before. I got... I, my first half marathon left me unable to walk and think I might need to go to hospital. And that's when I thought... I should stretch. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I got into my stretching and me being me, I created a kind of regimen that I really stick mm, to. Mm. And I also bolted it to a load of other ex- exercises to make it more powerful and more interesting. Right, right. And I've been doing that for years now. I should probably, a good exercise person, a good trainer would say, well, mix it up, do something different. But I don't. That's not can my you, nature. Can you, just, just, just for me, I'm sure there probably is a difference, but the difference between regimen and regime. Uh, I say um, regime, though. You say regimen. Is it, is it some sort of Latin thing? I'd say regime is like if you're a despotic leader of a faraway country, but, whereas uh, but, a regimen is like a list. Right. Okay, but there's still yeah, the same. some sort of self-tyrannical. It's interesting, isn't it? That yeah. sort of ling- right, linguistic. Well, I'll cut the end. No, 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 no. I like it. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not a big issue. <laughs> no, we're probably <laughs> off the point. Um, but yeah, so I do all those exercises. and But I say, I, I mention all that because I have done obviously it steady work, with it. But they obviously well, you say work. That, yeah, I think it's true. And I think yeah. going back to the last question, the other thing I always say, despite um, the expense and everything, is people starting out running or worrying about injuries, that I think your first weapon against injury is good shoes. Yeah. Because they abs- don't just look after your feet, they look after your legs. I absolutely agree, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and they've got to be good for you. So don't take a recommendation to buy those. You've got to get on the treadmill. You've got to get the gait analysis. Yeah, You've got to take as much advice as you can and then also and, trust and, your and people do that people love to do that like you go to like runners need in camden and they love to get you on the old treadmill Ooh. it's sort of almost standard practice now isn't yeah, it it's yeah, not yeah. it's a thing that a lot of shops do uh yeah and some of them are black raw iron some of them have the number for the house set into the yeah, middle yeah. <laughs> some of them are a bit shonky and they're yeah. not really keeping the cows in the field that's the kind of gate analysis yeah. you're gonna <laughs> get it's a gate analysis, gate analysis. but the last thing about this uh, thing about me stretching is um I think if you run a lot, you you can trust to a certain amount of warmth. Mm. Yeah. So I mm. think that what I do is I stretch regularly and a lot. So so let's that that's that's 
put a pin yeah. in that. There's no way you could say I don't stretch. Yeah. I do a good, solid, just the stretching is about half an hour, and I do that at least three times a week. That's amazing. But I don't stretch before I run. Right, okay. I don't necessarily stretch straight after I run. Right. So I feel like what I'm working on, it's a bit like a different take on your sort of occasional stretching, mm. is that if, you, if you're running 30 miles plus a week, mm. you can assume you're kind of warmed up, and then do your stretching mm. when, it, when it suits you. Yeah. And make sure you do your stretching. It, some people would really benefit from a bath. I'm not really a bath person. But if you want to have a bath and do your stretching the next morning yeah. or something like that, it's going to work. As long as you stay loose and limber, An awful don't lot worry about the time frame. And you can stretch too soon after yeah. a run as well. Yeah. When you feel yourself start stiffing up, generally about half an hour after a heavy run, yeah. that's when to stretch. Yeah. And, and also... It's what you do. It's not just not stretching. It's what you do instead. If you run yeah. a long way and then get in a car, yeah, yeah, drive for an yeah, hour, yeah. or do anything sitting Recipe down, for disaster. you bend your legs that way, yeah. you're in big trouble. See, yeah, I don't do much sitting down but in I'm, my life. But when you're sitting down, because I do a lot of when sitting down and writing. I mean, I try and get up every hour for like five, ten minutes, do a little bit of stretching there. I know, I should be writing. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but if you find yourself stiffening up um, in the... No, I'm not going to make that joke. Yeah, right, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, so, uh, <laughs> I saw, almost saw it coming before you even said. <laughs> okay, Newcastle United on Manchester United on Sunday. Uh, I, I, I support Manchester United. I think they, I think they are going to win. Uh, where's Paul watching the game? I'm watching it at home on the television. It's a big game at Wembley this weekend. So yes. Yeah, or as, or as Paul just said to uh, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> United! Um, They're both called United? Yes, I know. I know but, <laughs> but, but, but there's only one United. What is your go-to breakfast before a marathon? Um, well, that's an... In, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one first, Paul. On. Thanks for asking. Uh, that's I, from David Irwin. Thank you, David. Because I hardly ever uh, eat breakfast before a run. No. Including a long run, which I'm not recommending this. Don't try this at home. I wor- it's I wor- good training, though, isn't it? Yeah. One, I'm really good. I, I, I'm regular, regular faster. Mm. And B... Uh, one and B. I just did it. I'm so right, ashamed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and two, I have obviously got like this sort of low metabolism, low heart rate kind of deal mm. where slow release things work well. And like, if I don't eat, I'm not hungry. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, yeah. it's quite a slow machine. But when I'm doing a marathon, I then, because like you say, it's good training. I do a t- do a t- I ate during my 20 yesterday. Got to right. lunchtime. I had a little malt loaf. Nice. But anyway. Um, if what, I'm you at- ate during your run? Yeah. Wow. Ultra experience. I didn't realise you'd actually gone out for a meal. It wasn't a meal. <laughs> it's a teeny tiny one. Incredible life. session yesterday. I have Went to say, two it took ages, to get, it took That's ages incredible. to get service. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm in the middle of a run. Can you bring my malt loaf to go? Um, <laughs> yes, sir, and you smell. The other diners <laughs> are need, asking questions. You need a bath. <laughs> um, and, could, and can you give us the tie back when you leave? Um, uh, but on, a, on marathon day, I have a... Uh, um, Muesli, nice fruity muesli. Mm. So I'm getting the oats and the milk and the, and the fruit. And you're mm. like, you're vegan, Rob. Mm. That's right. Soy yeah. milk mm. in a, uh, I put it in the jam jar to right. about, this generally because I'm taking it off to another city, and about inch short of the top, cover it in milk. And then the next day it's like birch muesli, although right. it gets really fruity and thick. Nice, it's like nice. cold porridge, which is meant to sound nice. Yeah, yeah, and I nice. might have that with a banana and a bit of orange juice. And, right. and coffee, a couple of cups of coffee. No more than usual. Yeah. But I always drink two or three coffees in the morning. And, and if I'm doing the marathon, I probably just make sure I get those because it's generally on a earlier schedule. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and, lo- and, lo- and enough water, not stupid amounts of water, but a good, you know, try and get a good. I would say 750 mils to a mm. liter of water. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. just 500 to 750 actually. Yeah, and yeah. And then make sure you can get water when you're out and about. There's no yes. point in sloshing around. No, abs- absolutely not. No, hydrated. absolutely not. I think so, that's one of those things people can obsess about. Um, I, I'm like you, really, just malt loaf and maybe a ba- maybe a banana, mm-hmm. like two and a half hours before or whatever. Just not, nothing, and then a bit carb loading the, the days. M- leading up to it there's some other questions about this I'm going to try and find them while we're on the subject Mm. Lucy Cook says what's the best pre and post run food for early morning runs and the answer for me is it would literally be neither. Yeah. And I'm, I'm totally used to not having breakfast before I run. And this is, yeah. this dates back to, you know, again, don't copy me if it doesn't work for you, for goodness sake. It dates back to, you know, I, I started running to try and keep my uh, weight down after losing weight, mm. a, a lot of weight quickly and so on and so forth. It's my journey. It's my story. Don't even worry about it. And that's how I found this kind of low metabolism thing. But really, 
A, I don't feel hungry before I run. B, when I run, it makes me less hungry. Like yeah. if I'm if I if I'm doing my sixteen eight and I and I'm just working at home, I'm really hungry for lunch. Mm. If I go out, see you, go for a run, and go back, I'm much less hungry for lunch. Yes. So yeah, the yeah. answer, best pre and post run food for early morning runs would be none. But then I'm not very good at early morning runs. My body's yeah, not yeah, really yeah, ready yeah. for it. I yeah, I mean, I'm like you. I don't like to I don't like to eat before a run. Uh, but part of that's just because just, there's just no time for it. If we, we go for a run at like 10, then I won't eat before. Yeah. And it just feels, it, it is that sort of, I suppose, getting a bit mindful about trying to keep weight down and sort of yeah. 16, 8 and all that kind of palaver, sort of fasting and stuff. Just just feels a bit nicer. And know? then going hard, going hard and right. This is a this is a thing I have with me and my wife. She'll come to marathon and she'll look after me. And she's very good at being, you know, because I'm terrible at being... Uh, suggestions at yeah. any given time. Yeah. She knows this. She knows it about me. And when I'm really down, blood sugar's really low. If it's been a tough marathon, I might be like feeling really ill. You've you've seen me in this state, mm. and I still I'm like, no, I don't want anything. Don't want anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she'll constantly rotate the small suggestions until I start mm. nibbling something. Yes. And sure enough, before too long, like say an hour after a London marathon, then yes, I'll eat a plate of pasta. Yes. But half an hour afterwards, and your body really needs something. It's got to be the right thing mm, for me. Maybe mm, it depends mm. what your body's calling for. Half a banana or a banana, yeah. a few salty nuts, a, a fizzy, um, sugary drink is really good. Your body's recovering from shock, basically. Isn't yeah, it? and I it's. I mean, you've been in shock. It's tra- you're in trauma. Yeah, you've asked self-induced it to, trauma. To, to, yeah, that's right. And you've asked it to behave in a completely different way. So if you slam back, I mean, there's quite a lot of questions about this, and they're about, like, I, I, I don't know. I just think that we're both naturally distance runners and mm. as such it just puts you a bit further away from the idea of food yeah but yeah. also we that means that we're kind of loping you know if you go out there and hammer it really hard and you come in and you want a, and, and your body's saying give, give me a big sausage baguette then I mean, eat the baguette yeah, and, I will, and i will do that the only answer get, is yeah. listen to your body really. I, I think i'm in a sort of you know binge famine cycle with my with, with virtually with every with food and booze and everything really i won't i won't drink for like five days and this is that's a just, really that's good point like, and, that, and again you don't copy us no that's, that's no what good. we're like we, we are, we're pretty much we're all or nothing on everything from part, watching part, part, TV programs to part being of comedians. Part of that's just that the comedians. Like at the weekend, I did, I did four gigs on Saturday night in Liverpool, and on the way back there, you're just hungry, so you just eat a, a sandwich and some crisps at like half eleven at night. I yeah, wouldn't never yeah. normally do that. You just you just end up in those yeah. strange cycles. But then you and you've you got know. to. And I've got to drive end. three hours. Yesterday know. I I ate a lot of food when I finished that run because mm. I literally oh, ran, God, finished yeah. that run in Sainsbury's getting some stuff we needed. So yes. while I was there I got myself a couple of sandwiches and sausage roll and I ate them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that much of a monk. Yes. But then this yeah. morning I was really hungry, and I and I think I was saying to myself, "Listen to your body, have some breakfast." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no wait no, till no. lunchtime." But no, it no, was no, I no. was I didn't feel very well on it, so it just goes to show, show we're pretty uh, we're we're quite odd guys. <laughs> yeah, um, let's have a look at this. What have we got here? Um, I had one. There's another question from Lucy. Well, well, because she said best pre and post run yeah. for, for early morning runs. She also said anything. This is because I feel bad. I've kind of slammed that one down a bit, but this is kind of the same. How to improve breath work and breathing tactics. I don't want to think about breathing when I'm running. No, just don't want to think about no, it. No, I, I don't. No, it's funny. Uh, I sometimes find myself sort of almost chewing like a train, though. Go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I think maybe it's an instinctive <laughs> controlling thing. <laughs> I don't know I what's that going I was on. First running That's when I'm running slowly. I know. knew I was tired because I'd get to a bit and just kind of ca- catch myself doing a big kind of healthful sigh. Yes. But yeah, generally, yeah. I really worry about obsessing about it. So I listen to music to drown it out. Yeah. And I know that when I'm running, when someone else, there's another question here, we should find it, but it doesn't matter. We'll try and answer yeah. it and then we'll find it. We, it's about how, how do we talk when we run. And I think you'll agree with this is we do... We don't. We just run in such a way that yeah. the talking comes. And, yeah. So if you're, I and mean, I think there is a temptation. It is that is something we've drifted into, and maybe we had to find it, and maybe we do have quite complementary paces. Because I run with other people. I was running with Eleanor the other day, mm. and we both, you both said, "Oh, we're going a bit fast. I'm going a bit fast." And both getting a bit out of breath. So it does happen. Yes. But yeah, really, yeah. you just. It has to come naturally. It's very hard to make a decision. If you find yourself going a bit fast, if in doubt, slow down. Yeah, I mean, running and talking, if in doubt, slow down. Yeah, I mean, I never get to the stage now where I'm sort of very rarely, unless I'm racing, get to the stage where you're out of getting out of breath, unless you're specifically training. And when when I'm just gently, when I'm just running at pace, 
I just don't think about. I don't yeah. think about the breathing. I do I sometimes. I if I'm running a park it. run and running as yeah, fast yeah, as I can, absolutely. which in turn is a complicated version mm. of running as fast as I can. Mm. We're not running flat out. Is that sort of sense of running? What's the phrase? At threshold. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, which is great. Training. Then I will be sweating and breathing and all those things that people who do exercise do. Yeah. But that is when you know. I really. This is. I just feel like every question just reveals how insane we are. But it's w- that's where I really need and use music. Mm. And specifically, sometimes I think, oh, I think I'm getting really tired now. And the other voice in my head has to say, no, Rob, it's just a quiet bit in the song. It's just mm. a gap between songs. <laughs> you're, dry, you're, you're breathing exactly as hard as you were 30 seconds ago. Yes. It's just that you were successfully distracting yourself then. And now it's caught your attention. Of course, lung capacity does decrease with age as well. Mm. Something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> as we run on but yeah I mean uh, most the vast majority of my training is aerobic mm. and so yeah it's, it's good to and it's nice keep, to keep, run keep breathing I like to run keep up with it I think part of being healthy is running without breaking a sweat but you have to be trained up for that, that yeah 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 that's not something to say oh well, I'll see if I can do that today no no you've no. just got to find it over time yeah I'm not there yet. I like a good. I like a good sweat on, but that's probably because I'm not that help, not not that fit. I like to. I like to get a couple of layers on and really and really sweat and it, it out. And it is to do with conditions as mm. well. You know, if you run really slow on a cold day, mm. then uh, and stop and start and stuff, mm. then you can get in and think, wow, okay. But it will never happen in 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 summer. But it's all part of that thing mixing it up. It, yeah. t- it all sounds very. Oh, Rob does this, but it took me years to become as. As dynamic a runner as I am now, mm. literally years, mm. I just used to run, 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 and now it's all co- quite compartmentalised. This is the one. It was um, Georgie. I'm always so impressed with how clearly you both speak whilst running. Even when I try and slow down, I struggle to have a conversation. What kind of pace, minutes per mile, do you typically run? So it's I mean, pretty slow. It's pretty slow. <laughs> it's pretty, it's I mean, eleven minutes a mile, ten, yeah, eleven that's minutes. About yeah, right. I, I'm yeah. basically running in general, talking to people. It's any the fastest would be about ten, ten and a half minutes, and down mm. to about thirteen, even fifteen minutes. Yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. if you're kind of running and walking a bit. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. And I would say, Georgie, I think that it's different strokes for different folks, but the trick is start with the talking and let the running fit the talking. Yes. Yeah. Don't run and then think, I'll try and fit some talking in with this running. Yes. Start chatting, and when your running is disturbing your chatting, change the running. That was a big training movement in the sort of uh, uh, LSD, long, slow running. It was like international. international LSR. In, inter, inter, like, yeah, LSD. LSD yeah. is no yeah. good long, for running. Long, long, slow distance, yeah. LSR. <laughs> uh, just the, the vast majority of really long, slow chatting and then, and then like, you know, 10% speed work or whatever. It's, mm. it's the basis of most of my training and a, an awful lot of people's running. And it's just like, it's a deep pleasure in life to run and chat with people, isn't yeah, it? And that's, yeah. that's why we're doing this podcast because we went for a run we enjoyed the chat and the longer you run the better the chat gets and before yeah. it's just it's just it's 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 really joy, joyful that's right you, you absolutely know, you know. it's historical and it's spiritual i think mm. one that's you're you're so right to mention it and uh, thank you dear listeners for all your listening because that's the whole idea is that we go long mm. and see where it takes us mm. and hopefully we can do that today but if you're running and you run for an hour chatting then you're going to get to somewhere that you just wouldn't have got yeah, to absolutely. if you just sit and chat yeah, and uh, cards, and yeah. I also think this is something I've said with the running and talking. I think that we are trust that you'll be able to do it at some point mm. because we're evolved to do it. Mm. I said it mm. before, and I'll say it again: you can't do other stuff. You can't sing. You mm. can't laugh. Mm. You can't decide to do different breathing. You can't hold your breath. Mm. But I think that as humans, we are there is long distance running is in our deep kind of primal nature. Yes, and. Yeah. Uh, you should be able to find down there somewhere an ability to kind of maintain it as a neutral while you chat, mm, and that's worth mm, trying to find because mm, it's mm. great for your fitness. Yeah, and and it's and if and if our you know eleven minute miles is your 15, 16 minute miles, then don't worry about it. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's fine. Absolutely and this fine. totally ties Absolutely in. It's a different fine, thing, you know? but this totally ties in with that running and walking. Mm. That thing about coming back from an injury, running and walking—it's so important to let that happen. And yeah. I, and that's one that I had to learn. Yeah. I used to think. I remember when I first did my long training run for a marathon, I had to stop and to cross a road at mm. about fifteen miles. Mm. I was like, oh no, oh no, I never start never again. I never start again. again. Whereas when you're doing an, an ultra, when you're doing an ultra, mm. is able to say, mm. you get to that thing where you stop and then start again, and it's. It's so good for your psychology to be able to do that. Yeah, it becomes more of a journey, doesn't it, between yes. two places. Exactly. Yes. Here's a quick question. Mm. Any chance of BBC or Sky, etc., commissioning a Tonkinson and Deering running stroke lifestyle series in a similar vein to the Mortimer and White House Gun Fishing series? Our superior intellect and similar north-south divide would be very entertaining TV. So is there any chance of that? 
No, there isn't. Uh, sorry, Clive. <laughs> Thank I, you, Clive. We, we don't Thank see you. that happening. Thank you, Clive. Start the, start the, start the petition. That's all we can <laughs> right say. Write your MP and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Get a drone. Yeah. We need to buy a drone. Um, you want a drone? I can you, do you a drone you, if you'd you, like a drone. Here's a drone. Um, do you clean your running shoes after every run? Or is that just no. me? No! Uh, that's just you, Stuart. Stuart Strath. Who keeps a, 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 a <laughs> toothbrush to do it specially. Yes. Hey, what? go for your life, Stuart. Whatever you want to do. question. What do you clean your teeth with? <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. my shoes. Shoes are so lovely. Have you seen shoes, his teeth? My shoes come off and then I clean them with my toothbrush. And then I clean my teeth with my shoes. My question would be, what are you planning Stupid. to do next with your shoes? I mean, they're just going to get dirty. Do you have a favourite post-race wine cocktail beer? No, I don't associate the end of running with alcohol so obviously I like my alcohol but I don't associate the end of running with alcohol no um, I think that the, the, the generally this attachment of food to the I think we're very good at we're probably very good at rewarding ourselves with food and drink so it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough but I think that with me and Paul there's just a separateness to it we, mm. we're very lucky to be able to run when we do yeah absolutely you know, so it's yeah. not so tied in with the weekends it's not so tied in with early mornings for us a run is a, a mid-morning towards the middle of the day thing yeah whereas uh, and then like everyone else, drinking is an evening or weekend thing. Yeah. So they're just slightly separated out. Having said that, I am a sucker for any kind of fizzy drink. So everything from fizzy water to Coca-Cola to mm. alcohol-free beer to actual mm. beer. Mm. I remember, <laughs> we've talked about it before, but when I was doing my that marathon training and I got to where we'd recorded the cider advert. Right. And yeah. uh, I thought, and I'd done about 17 miles. And I thought, I'd love a pint of cider now. It's like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be disastrous. Can you? Oh, sorry. I was going to show you a rent, but it's gone. I mean, for me, I mean, for me, just a big pint of orange and lemonade post-race is just oh perf- absolute God. perfection. Oh, my that you know. glass of orange juice that those people in New York gave me. Mm, mm. They were from heaven. Nectar. That absolute was nectar. nectar. And I was, yes. so, I was really crook. Mm. And they were like, we've got some. Dad, give this English guy some orange juice. Thank it's something you. to help you as you kind of segue you back to reality, isn't it? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just yeah. a little... Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, but don't, don't, as I say, don't associate that with, with booze. Okay, now, there's loads more questions. So we've got to make sure. We, we made a note of which ones we'd answer, yes, didn't we? Yes, yes. Okay, well, we're going to come back and, uh, and, and, answer, uh, some and answer some more. So this is uh, coming towards the end of part one of uh, uh, this year, 2023. Questions Q&A. and answers. Questions. You've got questions. We've got the answers. Hit us with a Q. We'll give you an A. <laughs> We'll answer them today. Okay, but first, before we go, um, we lost some PBs due to the aforementioned shonky recorders. Specifically, people who'd actually emailed and got in touch and then they probably yeah, listened to last week's PBs and thought, why wasn't that? That's I what you want to do, and it really let people down. And yeah, that's what we personally. Love to do. That's what that's we pride our ourselves on. We yeah. like to let people down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so uh, let's make that right. Let's go. Let's, let's make it right. We're starting with Simon, who did the London Winter 10K. London, and yes, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yes, London Winter 10K. He raised lots of money for cancer research. Yes. And he did it in 63 minutes and 25 seconds. That's well done, very Simon. Good time. <laughs> Andrew Birch did the Wrexham half at. A lick. Yeah, that's great. 85 minutes, 43 seconds. Well done, Birchie. Fantastic nice, run. <laughs> nice work. Um, uh, Adam Duggan did, also did the London Winter Run. And uh, and this is Adam who currently is training for uh, the London Marathon, I think, by running yeah. to Regent's Park and going around the central circle over, oh, and, over right. and over yeah. and over and over and over and over again, which nice. is a, a mindset which is not available to all of us because he, he is quite he's the, very he's fast. a machine. He's very fast. Yeah, 37 minutes and 14 for the 10K. Well done, mate. Either he's incredibly well fast done, or he did it in a car. Well That's done, incredible. Um, Ray Clayton did the Skegness 10K. In 37 minutes and 6 seconds. Another stupendously fast oh, 10K. Well, if we're looking sharp. at stupendously well done, fast mate. 10Ks, well let's look at Pete Fenn, who did the run-through at Aintree. Is that where they did the Grand National? That's an interesting one. It must be a right. nice course. Yeah. I shouldn't think they did Beecher's Brook, though, because that would slow you right down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some yeah, runners yeah. didn't make yeah, it yeah, yeah, to bring yeah. the green tent on. Yeah. No, come yeah. on. Um, <laughs> in, in our little cluster of it's just a hamstring. <laughs> it's just aching a bit. <laughs> no. Get the green tent out. <laughs> no! Um, uh, Pete did the uh, run through 10K in 35 minutes, minutes and 38, 38 seconds. seconds. Well done, Pete. These, 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 are fast, these are fast people. 
Really, but that's what's wonderful. Don't don't be thrown off because all the PBs are so wonderful. They were. That's they're what's all great. D- it depends on your run. And I say that's what's great about the running community, uh, running commentary community. The the range, the range of speeds and paces, beautiful and range. attitudes and yes. attitudes. Yes, different kinds of people running and here different we kinds go. of races with different kinds of faces. Emailed emailed uh, me about eight weeks ago now, and just <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> Gavin Sumter back in twenty. Really hope this is working. <laughs> Gavin Sumter did the Southampton Common Park Run. He's probably done it, uh, broken yes. this PB yeah, yeah, again yeah, since then. Yeah, but this was days. a huge PB because he was trying to, he thought, I might get under 25 today. And his previous PB was somewhere around 26 minutes. 24, 28. Well done, Gavin. 90 seconds off. Well done, mate. <laughs> we'll be back with more questions and answers next week. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.